Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How much time till we're on? What? We're on the air right now. I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. I'm getting us in the mood for Super Bowl. Hey, the halftime entertainment's one of it's potentially one of the worst. This is it. Is it? Yeah, you just gotta walk around the house singing, yeah, yeah. This is Usher. I know the song. They did a top ten the other day, best halftime performances of all time. Michael Jackson was one. I reckon the best, of, of course, from our Super Bowl 58, yeah. live on Monday morning on uh, SCN and the SCN app. Um, I'm going to catch up with Jared Waitley. I came in early today to have a chat to him because he's now, right now, at the Dome in Vegas watching U2. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Wow. A mate of mine went to that. Amazing show. Mm. Uh, and actually, uh, our colleague, Joel Kane. He did too. I don't like went U2's new stuff. No, remember Their they gave old away stuff is outstanding. Well, they the gave new stuff's you know it's boring. crap when they give away an album for nothing. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, true. It actually it ended, just follow us. Yeah, that's what it's just saying, isn't it? It turned up in my iTunes. I couldn't even delete it. <laughs> that's bad. Anyway, welcome to an edition of Sports Day. That's the uh, entertainment you're going to hear at halftime in the yeah, Super Bowl. I thought Snoop Dogg and and oh uh, yeah, yeah, we're talking about that. Yeah, yeah I thought Snoop Dogg and. The one uh, it was Eminem, Dre, yep. all that was. Look at us sounding cool. I thought that was the best. Now uh, I thought the best was, um, and I watch it and I get chills every time I watch it. Mm. Was Prince, and I think he it was, was Miami. He, he was second, and it started raining it while he was poured, singing "Purple Rain." And they said, "Mr. Prince." I don't think that's his surname. Yeah. They said, "Mr. Prince, are you sure you want to do this?" There's storms in the area. He's playing an electric guitar, and he wasn't miming. And they said, what, what would you like to do, Mr. Prince? I, do, what you, it's too dangerous for the dance. She said, make it rain harder. I thought yours would have been Janet Jackson. Nah. Justin Timberlake. Nah. No, nah, nah, I'm not into that sort of stuff. Mm. Nudity. I don't like nudity. So Anyway, <laughs> welcome to Sports Day. It is a uh, Thursday night. We're excited about the Super Bowl coming up on, on Monday because this is our last show for the week. Yeah. Of course. Uh, Jared Waitley in Vegas. I had a lot of questions for Jared. We'll get... Uh, so that's shortly. Can I do a hook and tease for the listeners? Yeah, go for it. It's what we call in the biz. <laughs> but you've got to, because I won't be here next week. But 
I, I feel like I want to play some part of this what of this surprise that you're going to have for the listeners, not next week, but the week after. Oh, but now, now we're negotiating, and I don't know whether he's being serious or not. Yeah, okay. No, no, it's going to happen. Will it happen? Yeah, yeah. Tease it a little bit more next week. You don't. Want, what, what you your tease? You the can't tease a tease. It. Well, you can just you can announce it. When? Do you, do you want to announce it now or next week? You, you do it. Will I say it? Do you just, think just, he's, is he fair income? Is he going to do it? Yeah, he is. Okay, so Tuesday week, which is the twentieth, the, 20th, the yeah. day before you come back. Yes. Um, the rat's not here. No, another day off. Yep. Uh, but returning to the show. Yep. Is the one and only Gary Belcher. What? One night only. I tell you what, the negotiations have oh, been so. Can be I bring painful? My, can I bring my dog? No. Can that, I do it from home? No. No. Can we pre-record the last four segments so I can get in the car can I, before the sun goes down? Have I shared this on air with anyone? I know you love this story, but I remember Badge and I doing Sports Zone, which was a show we did for 4BC in Brisbane every Friday night. Yeah. And listener, I'm talking to him on air in prime time. He disappeared, didn't he? He did. He was at home. It was, it was all around that whole COVID air time. Yep. He disappeared mid-chat. I'm, I'm talking to him. And I saw him... I had him on Skype or one one of those programs, and I've gone, "Where's Badge gone?" And I just found I was talking to myself, so I had but to you're answer. Talking to a chair, weren't you? Yeah, I was talking, an and I had to chair. answer myself. This is live radio. We go to the, we go to the ad break. He comes back. I go, "Where'd you go?" And he goes, "Oh, there was a dog pulling on my lawn. I had to go and shoo it off." I'm going, mate. We're on oh. air. Remember during, remember during <laughs> yeah. shows, we, we, you'd look, we'd be talking about something and we'd be talking about one of the topics we're going to talk about tonight about, you know, what... We love Badge, by What famous way. person would you have on the back of your jersey back in the day, you know, things yeah. like that. And you'd be looking at Badge and I'd be saying, oh, yeah, you, Badge, what do you reckon? And he'd go, what, what are we talking about? Because he'd be Googling flights to Bali. <laughs> he did that when he decided to retire. And good on him. He's having a... Well, we saw him Saturday night and he's having a ball, right? Yeah. And I want him to come back because I love the bloke. I just, I, I love just having Badge around. Mm. And plus, I want to pick on him for buying a caravan. Yeah. But he, he was, I was again talking to him. And I go, so what do you think, Badge? He goes, no, I don't care. And again, I go to the break, go, what's going on? He goes, oh, these flights to Bali, they keep coming up, going remember, up. Remember, he get up to you about the choice of coffee? I don't like these pods. I don't like these pods. Woogie, why isn't the milk frother working? Do I have to go and buy one? Anyway, Badger's coming back for one night only. Oh. Uh, thanks to our major partners, Kia, Nutrient Ag Solutions, going further for Australian farmers. And I, I'm doing it for Carlene. That's who I'm doing get it for. Out, get him out of the house for another yeah. night, yeah. As I said, Jared Waitley coming on uh, the show. Three burning questions. That's ridiculous. Do you want to whet our appetite with a, a, a uh, that's ridiculous? Yeah, I've got a that's ridiculous because this peanut by the name of Logan Paul who is a, what is he, YouTuber, social media, multi-millionaire. A good on him. He's earned a lot of money. He's come out today and well, over the last couple of days and said that he's that good of a fighter, he's that good of a boxer, <laughs> that he would beat Jai Opatia very easily. Come on, that's ridiculous. I mean, he's a peanut, seriously. He, uh, Jai Opatia would do really serious damage to him. Yeah. I mean, serious damage. So, yeah, that's my first, that's ridiculous to whet the appetite. Hey, listen, we should, um, when you get back, when you get back, can you and I chat to Jai again? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Like, because he's got another fight in Saudi Arabia to come up. Yeah, so we should have chat. I just, I love that guy. Mm. He inspired, out of all the guests we have apart from Cam Murray, he's the most inspiring 
guest that we have on. Yeah, he's not the best looking. Cam Murray is that. Yeah, true. So. Yeah. Uh, by the way, want to get involved in the show? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. The Sats coughs in the background. Mm. Uh, if you're in New Zealand, love to hear from you. Double eight double three or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. If you want to call in, we've got um, a Kiwi twist tonight in that's ridiculous around um, Kiwi maths. <laughs> Kiwi version of the is maths. there actually a version of it? Well, it's a it's a it's a takeoff. Of the Kiwi version of of Married at First Sight, so I'm guessing it's without, in, it's, a, it's on the I've seen it there. It's on the audio bar, the button bar. But I, does it involve humans? Yeah, it involves no. It doesn't involve any animals. We wouldn't be that <laughs> rude. No, but it involves humans. Okay. Yep. Radio. Um, what about this? And I like I like this. And this this got us uh, talking today because we were we were watching a classic State of Origin match from 1994. Uh, 1984. 84. There was that famous wet one where it was all mud. And remember Wally put that little chip over, comes off the crossbar, and Greg Dowling picks it up off his toes and scores. It's yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah that's horrible. Mm. That. But I just, I'm sorry, these State of Origin players nowadays, whilst they're skillful, they were never playing those conditions. They just, every tackle, they're just beating the crap out yeah. of each other. The second tackle was an all-in brawl. It's one where Chris Choppy closes jersey got ripped off him. But that was premeditated by New South Wales, Yeah, second it? tackle. There's Blocker in that first. I think it's Blocker's first game. Gene Miles just takes a hit up, second tackle. And they just he drops the ball and everyone just gets starts <laughs> laying into him. And um, Choppy closes jersey comes off. He tells a great story, Choppy Close, about this. One of the great guest speakers, Choppy Close. If you're ever looking for a really good guest speaker, listeners, and you've got a sporting club or whatever it may be, he's one of the best. So 1984, origin, mud, all in brawl, jersey comes off, and he's just feeding it to Peter Tunks. Just feeding. I think Peter Tunks spits a tooth down at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> he just feed, And he feeds it to Ray Price as well. And Anyway, uh, his beautiful wife, Diane, sitting in the crowd, <laughs> and, uh, and he was playing – in Sydney at that stage. So, you know, Di's wife lived in, in – and it was the first year that since the SCG got what they classed back then as a big screen. And as you come off, she's, like, she's a real bushy Di. She goes, oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Choppy. She goes, when you had your jersey uh, out, it was embarrassing. Your big oh. fat guts are hanging out everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> what, about, what about our favourite moment, though, watching this game? And we're going to get to what – this ties into what's happening at the Bulldogs was uh, Artie coaching Queensland, oh, was, wearing a beret. It was when the coaches just sat in the grandstand yeah, amongst the all members, the fans. In yeah. the members. He's, he's wearing a beret, uh, smoking a cigarette. Yeah. I was waiting for a baguette <laughs> to arrive out of nowhere. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely comical, isn't it? And they, every time they went to Frank Stanton, Cranky Frankie, who was the coach in New South Wales, it was pitch dark because you couldn't see him, but they still kept putting the camera on him. It was, And all the fans just sitting around them, oh, it was... Here's one, for, days. here's one for you as well. We, I noticed it, and, and Steve from Dubbo probably remember this. How good was Terry Lamb back then as a 5'8 to keep Brett Kenny in the centres? Yeah, I know. He did play in the centres, both he and Andrew Farrer in the centres. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. And Barbar looked amazing, didn't he? Yeah, little. Um, on, on the subject of the Bulldogs, they've been pictured wearing club legends. I love this. Lamb and Mortimer. Who were the halves in that Origin game in 1984? This is a great initiative, the Bulldogs. And you may have seen some some images over the last couple of days, listeners. But if you haven't, I love this. Cameron Seraldo, I think he would have been one of the people behind this because he was always the ones that came up with the themes at Penrith. Last year was undisputed. They had a belt made up at the start of the finals. Basically, first premiership, second premiership, big third one. It's like an undisputed wrestling or boxing world championship belt. 
And so when they won the third one, they ripped the sticker off in the dressing sheds after the grand final to say undisputed and three premierships. And the years gone by, the year before in 2022, it was like a Maverick Top Gun theme. And that was Cameron Seraldo's idea. It had this theme leading through the finals and um, you know, something comical, but also you know, something to strive towards, whatever it may be. But the Bulldogs having club legends on the back of their training shirts. So you I can love pick it. A, I don't know whether they got the chance to pick a club legend or it was given to them. Not quite sure. But yeah, yeah, Terry Lamb and Mortimer. Um I saw there was a I saw there was a Farah. Um some great players and it's a great initiative. I mean, and t- watching that Origin game today in nineteen eighty four, it took me back to when you used to buy jerseys and go down to the sports store and my local sports store on the Gold Coast in Southport was a place called Thompson and Watt. And I used to go there, Dad and I, and I'd go and buy a Queensland jersey and they'd have a printer there, the old hot press. Yeah, yeah. And you put the the number, your favourite yeah. number and your and the name on the back of your favourite player. Mine was always number three, Meninga. Yeah, wow. I always got one of the old Maroons jerseys with with um with Meninga on the top of the back shoulder. I never I never had a name on the back, but Mum always put number five South for me. Ziggy Niscott. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and then oh, no, you, no, no, it was you Terry Faye. That Terry Faye, it was didn't Terry Faye, yeah, yeah, the Redfern Express number five. Yeah, no, Ziggy was fullback, wasn't he? Or the other winger? No, he was a winger. He was the he other was winger. The other winger. He was number yeah. two. Yeah, but oh, I never had the name on the back. But mum, mum had ironed it on. Yeah, he used to have the old iron, and then it start peeling yeah. off after yeah. about four weeks. Yeah, or if it rained, <laughs> you had no number on the back of it. So, whose number or name did you have on the back of your jersey growing up? Yeah, you know, and we can almost extend that too. Who were you? When you played footy against your mates okay. growing up, who were you? So I've told this story before. I was the fattest winger going around <laughs> Yaguna. <laughs> so growing up as a kid, we lived on top of the pubs that we owned. So we had yep. a lot of space up on top of the pub. And, and I used to have my I used to drag my dad's old jerseys, which yeah. still smelt like dicks and liniment oil. <laughs> I used to drag That's them the out. Best smell, I used to drag them out of uh, this this tea chest that we had and I used to put it on and I used to chip the ball around um, the area up at the top of the pub when I was sort of like, yeah, 9, 10, 11, and I was Bobby McCarthy. Yeah, there you go. And it absolutely annoyed my old man <laughs> that I was Bobby McCarthy, one of his teammates. But didn't didn't Rat say that he always wanted to be Brett Kenny? That was his Yeah, hero. Yeah, because he was a Parramatta fan. Yeah. Annoy his now old he man hates as well. Them. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. why I know. He tells us mm. every week. Okay, who were you growing up as a kid? Who was your... Who did you want to be in the backyard playing a bit of footy? Uh, in news today, this before we go to a break, um, there's a lot of news around the Queensland government. They're doing a big review of the Olympics and whether they should spend that $2.7 billion well, on, big, on doing up the game. Isn't there a big question about whether Brisbane's actually going to host it? No, they'll host it. Don't, don't, well, they, don't jump on board that. They have to. They'll host it. Mm. Make no mistake. Southeast Queensland, Brisbane, Queensland will host the 2032 Olympics. Let's let's not go even go there. It's 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 at what expense. Mm. So there is a review coming out, and and our mate Crash did an article today at the Courier Mail's front page, saying it looks like it might be an upgrade to Suncorp, which makes sense for what uh, for to, the opening to host what uh, the opening closing ceremonies. Really? Yeah. So okay. what, what's the capacity now? So that's 50. 52 and a half. Right. So they're looking at increasing that to 60. Makes sense. Tick. That's great for Origin Magic Rounds. You know, the Bronx, everything, moving forward, the Dolphins, all that sort of stuff. Makes sense. And that's probably more used. You then, uh, and and I don't know, maybe they'll turn that into a world-class soccer facility. Who knows? Then the idea is to run 
um, athletics. They won't make it an oval shape. No, no, it'd be the way. It doesn't have to be oval because they're not, they're not doing track and field there. Yeah, I know. You only need oval if you're going to have a running track mm. around. So they're going to do that. They're going to do the athletics at QE2 Stadium. That's where the Broncos used to play when Suncorp was being built. It was horrible. But, I played there one day with 68,000 people. It felt like there was 1,500. Was that full too? 68? No, no, no. It was Did not, it hold 93. It's something like that. I think it was about 80. I think from memory it was high 60s, mid 70s, something like that. But it wasn't completely full. I know that. So the, the alternative is to do that up. Yep. And that'll be the track and field. And then you've got various venues all around Queensland, particularly Gold. I mean, Gold Coast has still got the infrastructure from the Commonwealth Games. Mm. So there's still a lot of venues they can use. So it could be good news for the uh, most of the public in Queensland that I can, that I know of, that they're against spending $2.7 billion on the Gabba. And, and the only argument I get for the Gabba, and again, if there's a better argument, I'd love to hear it, but is that, you know, it, it's, it is outdated and it is, it's, you know, but do you have to demolish the place? Can't you do a bit by bit? The SCG's had a wonderful facelift. Yeah, but for the listeners that have never seen what QE2 is, it's where the 1982 Commonwealth Games, I think it's still the same structure from 1982 Commonwealth Games. we Australia's got the infrastructure there. Well, South East Queensland has got the infrastructure there. At QE2 Stadium, it's got a it's got a running track. They still have the Queensland and Australian Championships there sometimes. It's got another running track out the back for warm-ups, which and you that's need to have. that's what they need. That's what they need. So they've got the infrastructure there. They don't, they don't need to do anything to the Gabba. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, very quickly, what are your thoughts? 0457 736 736. Hey, Madge has declared... That James Tedesco is not guaranteed his spot for the Blues. I thought this was interesting. Uh, look, I respect all those boys that have uh, been in the past, but one thing now I'm telling everyone to look forward. You know, we've got to move forward, and uh, I know that he's had a very, very good pre-season. I'm looking forward to seeing Teddy play some really good footy. At the moment, I'm not going to make any statements around the team. I've said that when I first um, arrived. I said I want to let the players go and play, and then from there we will work out which way we go. Yeah, fair call. It's what I think New South Wales fans want to hear. Uh, when you've lost uh, a couple of series and a majority of the series over the, over recent years, obviously something's not working. So there needs to be a change. There needs to be a shake-up. Now, I've got no doubt Michael Maguire would have mentioned to Teddy, hey, if asked about this, this is the sort of response I'm going to give, out of, res- out of respect. And that'll fire Teddy up. Yeah, but, out, but exactly is what New South Wales fans need to hear that from the, from the new coach coming in, that, you know what, Reputations haven't helped us in the past. We need to look forward. We need to look forward not to for two, of injuries, mate. Not for two, three, four years. We need to win the series next this year. We need to re-establish New South Wales with the Blues fans, and I can't guarantee anyone's position. Injuries have not helped the Blues. To the biggest names have been. When was the last time Teddy and Travojevic played together? Was it was it Townsville? Where well, it was during COVID when they yeah, all played? Yeah, yeah up in Townsville, won by fifty. And and, my, and and they killed him at. Suncorp as well in that game, those two. Mm. Queensland have really got momentum. They've really got some momentum. But they've been lucky with injuries too. Yeah, I know. But but winning the last couple of series, I mean, they've they've got momentum. They can keep their team solid. They don't have to pick and choose and and try and debut players. So Yeah, I know. I get that. But this is – even if Tabojevic and and Luttrell come in, Queensland has still got the front foot. They're still ahead. But – this is exactly what New South Wales fans need to hear. Hey, we've got to go to the break. Uh, Bunnies have been dealt a massive blow. Campbell Are you Graham. all right? We had to do a welfare check today, <laughs> Woogie. I was looking forward to watching the best centre pairing in the game mm. this year in White and, and Graham. 
And now it's Whiten and Tass. Well, that's all right. I mean, Isaiah Tass has been very good. But for, he's no Campbell Graham. No, he's not. And missing anywhere for four to six months with this sternum injury. He carried it through the back end of last year. He was getting needles. He had another form of treatment over the off-season, which he had a shoulder reconstruction as well. They thought that would have they set it in place. It hasn't worked, so he has to go under the knife. So he may miss – you may not see him until probably round 14 during origin period, possibly. Yeah, it looks, looks like a June return. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, good luck to Campbell Graham. I, I just hope this is not a sign of things to come. Still on the bunnies, uh, and we're going to talk about bunnies all night tonight. Uh, Tom Burgess to play his final season with South. It's an end of an era for the Burgess family at South. There's been a Burgess on their roster – since 2010. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, four Burgess brothers. And, yeah, he's going back to England. He signed another extended deal in England and announced that today. He's, yeah, he's been outstanding. Both he and well, Sam was unbelievable. It's Tom and George as well at that same period when they won that comp in 2014. They're outstanding. I still Absolutely can't believe George didn't get man of the match. I had a couple of bucks on him. Well, both You're... he and Sam was a toss of the coin with about 10 minutes uh, to go. And Sam with his broken jaw gets it. He did go all right. George was good, though. Yeah. I was just, uh, Anyway. Uh, break time. This is Sports Day. When we come back, I caught up with Jared Waitley, who's part of the SCN commentary team in Vegas for Super Bowl 58. Joins us next on Sports Day. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Jared Waitley is joining us now from the place everyone wants to be at this weekend, Las Vegas. Jared Waitley, thanks for joining us on Sports Day. Uh, Jason, it's my pleasure. No, it's it's a it's a big town, that's for sure, and it is in it's in event mode like apparently rarely before. So yeah, she's eyes wide open here. I tell you what, that's a big call for a town like Las Vegas, isn't it? When it's they're used to hosting yeah. big events and, and having lots of star power in town. Now, Jared, I remember speaking to you a couple of years ago before the Los Angeles game, and you and I have got kids around the same age, and, and that, that, that halftime entertainment at that show, I still, at that Super Bowl, I still think is probably the best on record. And I'll, the big talk yeah. around my house at the moment, Jared, with my 16-year-old twin girls, of course, is all about Taylor Swift. According to them... It's the 49ers taking on the Kansas City Chiefs plus Taylor Swift. Is this true? Yes. Well, it's a Taylor Swift Super Bowl. I think that part is absolutely true. So you and I, uh, we're, we're, uh, we're aligned here because I've got a 16-year-old daughter as well. So we've lived in real time. The phenomenon that's grown is my girls have never had any interest in the NFL. But whenever I've watched the Chiefs this year, my 16-year-old has sat with me and watched along. <laughs> so I would say the first week, so that we have the two-week gap from the conference championships to the Super Bowl, the first week was seemed to be completely overrun with the debate around Taylor Swift. Um, there's been... I haven't understood it all year. There's been sort of this ridiculous blowback and America tied itself in knots as to whether they should be showing her at the games or not. When the answer was just a resounding yes, there was a study done that the branding to the NFL had been worth about $300 million that Taylor had given them. And the Super Bowl is always built around star power. It is far more than just the game itself. And it's never going to have had star power like this. Uh, the fact that she comes to Australia straight afterwards and Travis Kelsey was asked the other night whether he might come to Melbourne as well if they win. 
Um, yeah, it's it's uh, and you know Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, was asked about it yesterday. Uh, there's nothing but upside in this, but people seem to have tied themselves in knots over it. But yeah, for an event that is governed by star factor, it is star factor like rarely before. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Has Vegas? You mentioned off the top. Is it living up to the hype and the price of Super Bowl Fifty Eight? I mean, it's I think it's the most expensive Super Bowl in history. Yeah, so the the entry level ticket was eight thousand dollars US <laughs> when the matchup was set. It has come down a little bit. They've been saying, but when you're talking a little bit, you're talking sort of high five thousands. Um, it's such an event city. So I haven't been here before, so I don't want to portray myself as any sort of expert. But since I got here on the Friday. Um, I went to a live show. I went to the Grand Canyon in a helicopter. I went to the ice hockey. I've been to the Sphere. We're about to go to U2. Um, we went to opening night at the stadium where there were 24,000 people there, which is an opening night like never before. Um, so there's just so much to do here. And then you find that down to building to this has never been a sports town until about the past six years. And they're going to host the absolute jewel in the crown of American sports. So, yeah, the, the sense of expectation, the pride, um, but just how how big everything is here, it's so well suited to a Super Bowl and there's so much to do. And as I say, it's only Wednesday here. Yeah. So my experiences with Super Bowls is crowds, the city doubles in size through Thursday, Friday and Saturday. Um, so I can only imagine what it's going to be like here by Saturday night. You've been on Radio Row. Can you just describe to us what that's like as a broadcaster? You've been doing your show live from that. Can you can you take us yeah. behind the scenes into that, Jared? Yep, yep. So it's it's an exhibition hall as as big as can be. It's I, I wouldn't even know the dimensions. Um, in the centre of it is it, there are there are tables set up for every radio every sports radio station around America and around the world that wants to be there. Uh, and I would say we're on table 81, and I reckon we're just short of the middle. So I'd say there's 200 radio stations in the middle. Wow. And then around the outside are, are the big set pieces. So Pat McAfee's set is built there. Um, CBS, who are the, the broadcaster of the Super Bowl, they're there. Fox Sports Radio is there. The NFL Network is there. So around the outside, you've got maybe a dozen stages um, who and they're the they're the the big dollar spenders. They're the they're the big stars. So um, there's it's a cacophony of noise when you walk in in the morning, and everything in America is loud, especially their sports radio. So you get hit by this wave of noise when you first walk in, as if 200 sports radio stations are all shouting at each other at once, and that's very specifically what's going on. So there's they bring um, potential guests. They walk the floor. And it's not random. It's all been booked. And so uh, players, Cam Newton was there today in, um, in a cowboy hat and, and an amazing get-up. And he, he was booked maybe to a dozen different places. Um, so he walks and he does his interviews and performs as he goes. And um, it's actually one of those things where it, you'd love to have an American talent spotter with you because there'll be people walking by who will be significant, who we just wouldn't know. Yeah, right. Um, but it's, yeah, it's this endless array of people. And it, as that builds day on day on day, as they as they service the, the radio stations and the television stations of America. Well, mate, I want you to have someone spotting Tony Romo from CBS. If you can spot Tony yeah, Romo, I'd yeah. love an autograph. Hey, 
let's talk about yeah, the game. Yeah, Let's talk about the game. So the Kansas City Chiefs are the Panthers uh, of of NFL football. Four of the last five <laughs> Super Bowls. Of course, they're spearheaded by by Patrick Mahomes. In in modern day sports, Jared, where do you think they rank as one of the great franchises? Yeah, so I, my threshold for dynasty is three premierships. So they've won two championships. Um, Mahomes has been phenomenal. He has had six years at the helm as the starting quarterback, and he's led them to four Super Bowls. He's won two from behind in the last quarter, and now the chance to sort of um, to immortalise all of that. So I do think they need to win a third, um, but they've got time to win a third. Is Mahomes is he's only just getting started, and mm. his his numbers and his achievements against Tom Brady, who we all concede is the greatest of all time, is he is going at a, a faster rate than Brady ever did early in his career. They haven't looked like a championship team through most of the year. Uh, they, in fact, they're only here because of their defence. Um, they got them to the playoffs, and then Mahomes and his offence have got going since. Um, they've, prob- they've been underdogs, really, in two of their playoff games, and they're underdogs going into this Super Bowl. But his greatness is the sport is usually dictated by the great Super Bowl, uh, by the great quarterback, and he's every inch of that. So, yeah, is there's the last year was legacy defining as he played his way through injury, and he's trying to do it with less than he has done previously, uh, and he's he's got them to the cusp again. Well, on the other side of the of the of the field, you've got Brock Purdy. I mean, they've been the form team throughout the year. The the Forty Niners just got past Detroit. Uh, in the NFC, uh, sorry, not in the AFC championship, uh, NFC championship match. Uh, if I don't know, I, I think they've stumbled into the Super Bowl. Why are they favourites against the Chiefs, who just yeah, who just can't lose? <laughs> I think that the 49ers have been the best team of the year. It's just their best forms a few weeks ago. So can they recapture that? The, the counterpoint. Why it's interesting that they're that they're built the exact opposite to the Chiefs. So the Chiefs have the star quarterback, the great quarterback, and then lots of bits and pieces, is the 49ers have what's described as an all-world team with the bits and pieces quarterback. So Brock Purdy was the last pick in his draft. It's an absolutely phenomenal story that in his second year as a starter, he would be in the Super Bowl. And he was tagged Mr. Irrelevant when he was drafted because no one ever imagined that it would amount to anything. And here he is at the forefront of this team. But... Yeah, this team will, if they win, they'll they'll win on the back of Debo Samuel and his explosive running and George Kittle, who's um, who's their tight, their great tight end, and Christian McCaffrey, who I think is actually the, the MVP of the year. He won't he won't win that award, but he's been the most valuable player I think all year, just crashing through and, and scoring running touchdowns. So, uh, Purdy is um, sometimes derided as a game manager which is perfectly fine is if he can manage the pieces of his team, that's, that's what's made them good throughout the year. But you, sometimes you have to be great to win a Super Bowl and maybe to beat the Chiefs, they'll have to be. You're right. He's a bargain quarterback. His salary this year, 870000 That's a good salary, but uh, US sports-wise, it's, it's at the bottom end, whilst Mahomes is at $59 million this year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's so that tells you where the money is being spent. It's a salary cap league. So the 49ers are spending their money everywhere other than quarterback, and the Chiefs are now spending their money on quarterback and trying to make do in every other place. So philosophically, it's such an interesting matchup. 
Um, they played a Super Bowl against each other four years ago in Miami. It was a brilliant game. It deserved a, a sequel, and that's what we'll get in Vegas. Before we let you go, I know you're going off to U2 to go and see them at the Dome. That is going to be an amazing concert. Um, yeah, yeah. Are we, we're hearing here that the Chiefs have been difficult this week, not allowing 49ers to share facilities. Is there something happening around that, Jared, that you can tell us? Yeah, well, there's limited facilities here in Vegas. Um, and the Chiefs, now, I don't know the politics of the how, but the Chiefs are in the Raiders facility. So the Raiders are the NFL team locally. So that's the absolute best. And the 49ers are in a... Uh, a college facility, so not nearly as good as where the uh, where the Chiefs are. So I guess one of them had to be in with the uh, in the Raiders, and the other had to be at the outpost. And it would be interesting to know. But the 49ers have been bluing about it, which I completely understand. But there's, what can you do about it? There's um, there's it's a, it's limited here in Vegas. Um, it would be interesting to know how the Chiefs got the preferable treatment. Jared, you know that just, this just adds to the conspiracy theory, don't you? That the NFL <laughs> wants the Chiefs to win. You know that. You've no doubt that's rife over there, right? <laughs> Look, I have heard so many ridiculous conspiracy theories, <laughs> um, and sometimes a lot of the, a lot of what goes on around the NFL accuses them of scripting at times. But uh, it, honestly, it won't mean much come Sunday. Okay. Oh, we were in the stadium the other night, and the 49ers. So there were 24,000 fans. Geographically, obviously, this is much closer to San Fran than it is Kansas City. But they had 21,000 fans who nice. made um, just a sensational noise and gave us a taste of what it's going to be like when there's 70-plus thousand. So I would think on the basis of that, there's every reason to think that the crowd will be heavily in favour of the 49ers. And if they can turn that atmosphere into something like a home ground, that will negate anything that's happened in the lead-up. Jared, who wins? Um, so I'm, uh, I, I default to Mahomes and, and to his greatness. So if I have to tip, I'll lean towards Mahomes. But I think this is this is the perfect matchup for the big game, and I would be surprised if it wasn't close. So yeah, maybe okay. the Chiefs narrowly, but um, that neither neither would surprise me. I think you're right. Uh, quickly, have you seen any marketing for the NRL? No, not yet, but I, I did ask about that yesterday. They've got a whole lot of billboards locally uh, booked for straight after the Super Bowl. Oh, you can only imagine how expensive everything would be this week, and they'll pick up with a with a big campaign declaring themselves the Australia's number one sport. Um, that that is going to be widespread throughout the town from after the Super Bowl. The 49ers taking on the Kansas City Chiefs plus Taylor Swift Monday morning live on SEN. <laughs> And the SCN app with Jared Waitley, Ben Graham and Larry Fitzgerald. Have a great call, uh, Jared, and enjoy you too tonight in Vegas. Yes. I'm very excited for it. I'm glad to share it with you. Good on you. We're back. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. You know how hard it is to get U2 tickets. They are sold out. Everywhere. They sold out. Fast. Unless, of course, your name's Jared Waitley. See, that's <laughs> classic. In excess. In excess? I mean, U2. You're going to the wrong concert. Hey, they reckon that uh, the dome. It's if, unbelievable. But if you've got, if you're claustrophobic, yeah. but also scared heights, they reckon that the, uh, how steep it is, the seats, is frightening. Absolutely is frightening, yeah.
Oh, you, you're just doing that so no one else gets tickets. Mm. Or you're taking that off the, the back of what Joel Kane has said to say. Oh, come on, he's a big pussycat. You know sugar. That. Sugar, mm. absolutely. Yeah. Hey, listen, the text machine's blowing up about a lot of things tonight. 0457 736 736 8833. Sats, rip into them. Lester is a creep from Penrith. He says, best halftime act, Janet Jackson. We know why for you. Uh, Brisbane Eel says, nothing like Sats waxing lyrical about old Queensland, all the origin games, which, again, as I say, is a community service to Queenslanders with chips on their shoulders. Brisbane Eel, that I don't understand that text. So it's just a shout-out. Okay. Yeah, he lives in Queensland. I get that. Hence the name, Brisbane Eel. But what's the chips on the shoulder bit? Don't know. Um... Roy in Bitadabba says, Avo, lads, fear and loathing in Vegas, NRL style. What will go wrong? He's hoping for the next five years we showcase our game well. That's if we can get our players over the border. I think they've got a meeting, haven't they? A few of the players got a meeting with the U.S. Embassy or A Mexican bus driver. <laughs> yeah. That's who they've got a meeting with. Uh, Matty Rogers has texted him. Oh, what's he doing? Go talk to your family, Rat. Okay. <laughs> I uh, don't like him. He's talking about when you were saying, oh, you know, New South Wales never lose with, with Latrell and Tommy. and Correct. Uh, and Rat said, that was all previous to one Billy Slater at the helm, Woogie. New South Wales have a long way to go. Come on, that's ridiculous. Sorry, I, I didn't see Billy playing last year. No, he's talking about coaching. Mate, he doesn't make... Any difference Doesn't to he? the result? Doesn't he at all? No, he's not wow. playing. Okay. He it's makes because, a huge difference. It's because New South Wales... So you're saying Mal made no difference to those great Queensland Correct. Teams. Really? Is Mal working for us yeah, this year? Yeah, he is. He is. Um, Dylan Edwards for fullback. Lester says this is on the back of, you know, if Tedesco wasn't to make it. Oh, I agree pick? with that, Sats, because I think he's probably the number two fullback in the game. Because uh, he seems to be there week in, week you know, out. Based on his career to date, he's one of those players that deserves a jersey. Absolutely. And he got the Australian the jersey on yeah. the wing. But yeah. I think he's a full. We know he's a fullback. But geez. There's just players that deserve a jersey. They deserve to represent their state. Okay. Let's say, and we've talked about this a lot, mm. right? And I reckon this is the hotly disputed position for New South Wales, right? If you're a selector. Yep. And let's say Teddy's not in form. Mm. And let's say Luttrell or Tommy are. Who do you put at fullback? Tommy. Right. Yeah. And I reckon that's, unfortunately, Dylan Edwards just has to miss out. Yeah. Again. Yeah. But he, you know what? He will play Origin. There is, without a doubt, he will play Origin before he's still got a long way to go. But before he's... Such a good player. Yeah, he'll play Origin. He'll get a taste. When we talk about jersey numbers and yeah. what... Eight, Ron Coote. Yeah. Hate the Roosters now. See, he obviously won a lot of comps with South, but he went over and won two comps with the Roosters. What, as what well. about Budster? Evening lads, favourite number was three or so for Sludge Steve Rogers. Up, up. Yeah, we've got, a, we've got a couple of Sludges there as well. A couple of fans of Steve uh, Steve Rogers in the day. Um, we have got one here, boys. It's going to ca- that's right again. Oh my God, uh, I won a radio comp in '93, picking the winner, score, man of the match. This is an origin. Laurie Daly was the man in the match, so I got his name and number on his jersey. Still have it today. Dave and St. Ives. Yeah, wow. Nice part of town, St. Ives. Yeah, Dave. thanks just, for your text. Just hey, quietly. Listen, Matt Rogers does more work on the show when he's not in the studio. Exactly. Yeah. 
I think he's text twice tonight. What do you think it is? He's heard the big news and he's uh, seen our WhatsApp group. About Badge coming badge back? Badge coming back for one, one show in, in the year, which is still probably one show more than Rat. Don't take a break in radio, they say. They say that, mm. don't they? In the biz? Yep. He's going to find out the hard way, Rat, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, exactly. Uh, now, Lou, she says... Oh, good to have her back. Yeah, Lou hasn't texted him for a while. She says, always Billy Smith. Yeah, right, yeah. And George Jersey. Yeah. Won comps in the centres, played in the halves as well. Mm. Yeah, good stuff. Hey, who were you in the backyard running around uh, as a kid? Who was, your, who was your hero? I was the Redfern. I was the fattest South Sydney winger running around Yaguna yep. with my mates playing footy. Uh, did you have a number on the back of your jersey? 0457 736 736. Double eight double three if you're in New Zealand. More of your text in a This is Sports Day. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. Oh, 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 my gosh. Yeah, this is sort of entertainment you'll get at the Super Bowl. Monday morning, grab the game live on SCN or the SCN app from 9 o'clock wherever you are around Australia. Unless, of course, you're micking the pub uh, in WA. I think it's about 7 a.m. So actually, actually, based on the, the halftime entertainment, Rooster mm. Muzz says, Woogie and Worm, usher my ass. Nothing will ever beat the Stones at Super Bowl. Yeah, they were good. They were good. I, I still, Prince is up there for me. And that one, that LA show, that was amazing as and well. And there was only ever a number 11 on my jumper, need I say more. So Rooster Muzz, I'm not being a smart ass here. Was that Arthur? Rooster Muzz? The number yeah, 11 on his jersey, yeah. Well, Steve from Dubbo says, do I need to say who I was as a kid? I still put the six jersey on and get out in the backyard. Was that Dylan Brown? To myself, yeah. Wally? Johnny Peard? Aiden Caesar? Mm. Was he the six or seven? He was a six. Yeah. Daryl Trindle? <laughs> Not quite sure. Don't know. No, Steve, more clues, please. Mm. I have no idea uh, who you were. Um, Keith from Taree, I've got a Victor number nine Western Suburbs jumper and it makes me feel bulletproof. Okay, Victor number nine. Who was the number nine for the West Western Suburbs Magpies? Victor. Victor. So we're talking we're talking eighties, right? Victor. Uh, number nine. Alan Faller, maybe. I think I think Joey Thomas was there after Victor. Tell us who it was, number nine. Coffs Raider Ridey or Reedy. Hey, Blakes, I was always the great Chicka Ferguson. What a legend. Yeah. He's what, Badger's what... favourite player, Chicka. Yeah. Uh, what else we got here? Dragons versus Titans. Will you be there, Sats? Let's catch up. That's from your... That's Lou. That's true. Yeah, Lou, I think she... Uh, uh, My yeah. wife might get jealous. Yeah. yeah. Lou Gasm says, I like what Madge has said, but does he have the minerals to tell Teddy he's done? He would do it very respectfully if he doesn't think that up to form. Absolutely would. Him, I think he might say to Teddy, you know what, you'll have one game. Yeah, I think that's a good call. Jeez, yeah. oh, I reckon, uh, just listening to Madge today, I think Billy Slater's nervous. <laughs> Sports Day, back in a moment, plenty to come. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment.
Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. Actually, I've been instructed tonight mm-hmm. from Daddy Vass. We've got to play Usher songs. Oh, I mean, great artist, don't get me wrong. No, I'm getting you wrong. <laughs> he found, uh, well, he he was the guy that grabbed hold of Justin Bieber and and, um, and started sort of producing all his early stuff. What? Yeah. Okay. He mentored is him. That, that's his fault. I should have said. That's his fault, is it? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Who do you reckon is going to get on stage with Usher? I thought he was actually... Helping people to their seats. But I got that wrong, didn't I? We've got so many text messages about a number of things. Uh, the Olympics, the Gabba, uh, the NRL, the NFL. Jersey name has been really popular. Sporty Gav says, hi, Jason and Sats. When I was a kid, I used to run around the backyard pretending to be the one and only Phil Blake. I think we all did that. Oh, yes. The chip and chase off the edge of the yeah, foot. Yeah. yeah. The chip and chase with the footy was so much fun. So skillful was Blakey. Yeah, he was. Went to so many clubs. Phil Black, he was at South Manly, six or seven clubs or something. Yeah, was it that many? Warriors, um, Dragons. Was he at North? North, North? Yeah, yeah, he's played a lot of clubs. Yeah. Hey, can I read out some stuff around the Gabba for our Queensland listeners in particular? Rod from Acacia Ridge. We're talking about the Gabba. May not be the may not be being knocked over and rebuilt at the cost of two point seven billion. Big news story. It has implications for the Olympics in thirty two. As a Queensland, it has to be QE2. No-brainer, says Rod from Acacia Ridge. Yeah, and Sats, the, the, the biggest crowd, I saw another text on this, I think it used to hold 59,000. Yeah, there's a text here saying that the Super League Grand Final 97 was 59,000. And I'm, I just went and had a look at the records. Yeah, it was 58,000 we had at that game, and not, not 65, but yeah. And... Uh, there's another text here. Dale the Eel in Brisbane. Is he the same as Brisbane Eel? Or is this another no, person? No, different, different one. Hey, Woogie, the Gabba is, from Sussex. Thanks, is mate. so out of date. Mm-hmm. It should be demolished just like it happened to Cumberland and the SFS. For anyone to think that it, this, this is ready to host an international event, they're kidding themselves. I took my two little ones to day three of Australia versus the West Indies and after 20 minutes I wanted to be home. Mm. I took one of my boys to Combank for his birthday last year. And this year, all five of us coming down for the Cowboys versus Eels game. Can't help. We have one Queensland supporter. But, yeah, look, I get that. But Aesthetically, the Gabba still looks unbelievable. From the outside, it looks amazing. When you get into the bare bones and get into some of the facilities, it's, yeah, it, it, it does need an okay. upgrade, but not, not for an Olympics. I, I just, let me put, I think it was either Jimmy Smith or Matty White today mm-hmm. on SCN said this. Are we going to get to a stage now? And I, and, I mean, two point seven billion is ridiculous. It's a ridiculous amount of money when there's so so many other priorities in in life now, right? For governments to spend money on. Yeah, but you are. But you got to remember, <clears throat> you're going to spend it on something that that is going to generate billions of dollars within itself. Yes, mm. yes, but we'll still generate that money with other venues. Yeah, right? you've been talking about yeah. Olympics. Yeah. Um, it does need it does need doing up. They managed to do up the SCG and other stadiums without demolishing them. Um, I, I, are we going to get to a stage, Sats, where even if a government wants to spend a billion to two billion dollars on a stadium, are you going to get the outrage we're seeing with the Gabba from people saying you can't waste money on that? Are we going to get to a stage where we're not going to see well, new stadiums built? No, we're always that that argument is always thrown up. 
there are always sec- it seems to be there more are, now as the cost of building these stadiums yeah, is increasing. Yeah, we've got a lot more whinges today in today's world as well, looking mm. for a reason in different sections and. And a lot of times they have got a very valid argument. We do. We need a lot more money in health. We need more nurses. We need more ambulances, paramedics, whatever it may be. Uh, Education is on the decline as well. So uh, where they find all the money, I don't know. Can you just print more money? Why can't you just print more money? Yeah, yeah, of course you can. I mean, we do that at home. Mm -hmm. A similar thinking to you guys. I'm not sure Latrell and Tommy have been on the field together that New South Wales have ever lost. I don't think so. I don't know whether they played in that third third game where New South Wales won all of the origin games in Queensland. How mm. good was that? Like, seriously. What was that, 21? It was one of the COVID, maybe 20? I remember I flew up in a light aircraft. You nearly died that day, didn't you? Nearly you? died that day. We had to stop halfway to refill the plane's petrol tank. Um Keep them in the centres and play Dylan Edwards at fullback. Hope they stay fit. Cheers, Wounded Eagle, with that one. Do you want to do more text? Rooster Ryan, Dylan Edwards will not play Origin. It has to be drink water. The Walsh X Factor showed having a fullback that can run, pass, and kicking game was so vital. Toto, great player and meat eater, but too small. Can't jump and contest high balls. Rooster Ryan, he's he's a pretty well solidly built player Brian Toto. I'm surprised that not a lot of other teams target him, mm. but he's always got really good he's always got really good support inside. So uh, Rooster Ryan, um, I think Dylan Edwards probably may not play this year, but he will play Origin in his career. Okay. Yep. Um, what else is there? Do you want to take this call? I, I don't like the new format. I like it. I don't. And I, and I don't think... Um, He's a radio icon. And he should be given more time. Yeah, but I, I don't think Steve from Dubbo likes it either. No, Steve, I think Steve, he's a huge fan of, of Glenn's. He, Steve, Steve from Dubbo reckons, yous have done to former radio icon Glenn what Albo has done to the country. Completely, you know, what Ruined things. it. Yeah. Uh, I don't agree with that. Yeah, yeah, I don't agree with the Glenn. He's on the phone anyway. How are you, Glennie? You good, buddy? Yeah, very well, mate. Thanks for your, thanks for your support, Steve from Dubbo. Yeah. No worries. Um, <laughs> huge ratings last night, of course, though, so boys. Was, yeah. We had some really good uh, feedback. So, oh. Yeah, excellent, mate. Yeah, I've had a lot of good feedback today as well. Mm-hmm. So for tonight's episode of What's On in Newcastle, yep. I just want to switch our attention to the Newcastle Jets women's soccer slash football team. Yep. Because believe it or not, listener and my H-O-T-O-F. I can't. No, that's sexist. (laughs) I don't care. He was talking about women's soccer. Was he? Women's football. You can't do that. Why not? Because it's sexist. It was boring. What he was, just his delivery. Our boss is female. Wait, hang on. Don't make it a... You're going to get a warning tomorrow. It's not about females. It's about the delivery of the content. I support your warning letter. He's still on there. Because if they were, we might have we might have made the final of the Asian Cup. Yeah, and yeah good story. Well done, mate. Yeah, good story. Yep. With your pillow, mate, I would eat it. Good night, boys. Yeah, Back good. to the bay. See you, you later. You got through Thank two you. nights Bye. in a row. That's amazing. What was it about the pillow eating? He's a know. pillow biter. Was, no, no, a. Hey, no, we're going to get a warning as well. Pillow eating. What's that? I don't know. No, remember last night when I thought that was poor. Last, I thought that was poor. You cutting him off when he was talking about. But he didn't the even Newcastle know. Jets. He didn't even know. He had his script to read. He had his script to read. You know what? I, I sit there sometimes and I imagine him like draft, no, <laughs> drafting his drafting his script each night. Oh, I wonder if he types it out. 
and prints it <laughs> Clearly or he just not. writes it? Oh, you would never know he's got a script, would you? <laughs> yeah, Correct you me if I'm right, but yeah. I think it's Mrs. Woogie that's not keen on your nudity, Jace. Brisbane Neil, lights off always. Yeah, well, wait, what's that about? Oh, anything. She's just not keen on you, full stop. Eagle Rock, g'day, boys. Who didn't pretend that they were Phil Blake? I know. Yeah, I know. Mm. I did like Tugger Coleman. Yeah, you love Tugger, don't you? I do. You? I think he's one of the greatest characters of the game. Yeah. Mm. Used to used to sneak into Redfern Oval. Yeah. Through a hole in the barbed wire fence behind the hill to go and watch his beloved Rabbitohs train and also games. Mm. But Adam Reynolds did the same thing. Can I, can I just tell you something? What? We've got Rat texting the show. Why? No. We've already read out a couple of his texts. He's got another one here. Right. He's got another one here about, oh, boys, it's going to cost an absolute bomb regardless, regardless of doing the gabber up or not. Being part of the comm game, some big wigs said there's no way we could handle the big games. That's Rat's way of telling us that he was an ambassador for the Commonwealth Games. Yeah, he actually worked in the office. Yeah. In his book, he goes, oh, I had to go to work at 8.30 and I'd turn up late. He had to wear a tie with short yeah. sleeves, look like sipper wits off NYPD Blue. <laughs> no, but Chloe, his beautiful wife, is yeah. now texting. Oh, is she? Yeah. Where's her text? Reese Walsh, Visa, still waiting to come through. And Are Tavita they in the Peng, same house Davida Pengo Jr. set to play in the Queensland Cup before. Yeah. I, I reckon they don't talk to each other. No. Mm. If you're Chloe, would you talk to him? Yeah, I would. Yeah. She's happy that he plays golf seven days a week. Yeah. We are going to talk about that, by the way. We're mm. going to talk about... Um, He's been given the all clear to play for the Brisbane Broncos feeder club. South Logan, Logan Magpies, yeah. yeah but can, and, and that's all being cleared by Benny Eichen, the CEO of the QRL. But tell me. And I think that is a little bit completely different circumstances. So please don't think that I'm talking about. Can you remind me why he needed clearance? Well, he was signed. He, he left the Brisbane. He left the Bulldogs. Yeah. While still contracted. Right, but that's so, that's null and void now. Yeah, right? it is. It's null and void. So he doesn't come off their salary cap. I think just the gentleman's agreement thing is that you know Bulldogs. Are you happy for him to move on? Phil Blake's gone. Yeah, go for your life. I'll pack your bags for you. Phil if you Gould. Want. Phil Gould. Who did I say? Phil Blake. Phil Blake. Well, we're talking about. Yeah, Phil, Phil Gould would said, "I'll I'll pack your bags for you." But, and I think this is absolutely perfect. Now, Matty Lodge, when he came back to the game, again, completely different circumstances. So don't align both. But when he came back to the game, people said he shouldn't go straight back into the NRL. So he, he plied his trade in the Queensland Cup, earned, earned his... Sorry, if I missed something, has Tavita Pengai Jr. done something off the field? No, it's has just... Has there been a misdemeanor? No, no, well, no there's not. There's, just, okay. there's a belief that... There's a belief amongst the rugby league landscape is that he didn't want to play at the Bulldogs anymore. I want to take up this boxing career, right? To get out of the Bulldogs now. Well, what's wrong with that? He can, he's allowed to change his mind. No, to go play another sport, but yeah, you know, if if the Bulldogs want to keep him and you want to stay in rugby league, but well, the you Bulldogs, play for the Bulldogs. So if the Bulldogs are fine with it, then play on. Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is that if the Bulldogs want to keep him and he wanted to stay in rugby league, yeah. you stay here. You're on our salary cap. We. I, I get that. Yeah, but for people to compare it to Matt Lodge, no. No, not people. I'm just that's why I right. said don't align it. This is where I'm confused. Yeah, well you've confused it now. No, I haven't. So what I'm saying is if he wants to come back to the game, I think he should come back through the QRL or the New South Wales Of course League. he can. Yeah, he sh- I don't think he deserves to jump straight back into an NRL contract. Okay, well then let this let's then jump to the next one. Mm-hmm. And it's uh Manu for the Roosters. Joey Manu. 
So he he looks like he's going to quit the Roosters at the end of the year. He's got lucrative offers coming. I thought it was originally going to be Japanese rugby. Yeah. But it looks like he's considering lucrative offers from French rugby. Yep. So he initially wanted to quit rugby league at the end of the year. Yeah. Go and play rugby. And, and then that finishes around about mid comes off contract. Yeah, it comes come contract. Year, so he can go year. and do whatever he likes. Yeah. He can go and earn a ton of cash, whether it's Japan or, or, or France, wherever. And then he can come back to rugby league um, in May. So you miss about 11 rounds. You'll probably just come back in time for magic round. Isn't that, isn't that a good way to get around the salary cap? Do you, do you think that's... Well, the, if, if the Roosters can't, or if any club can't offer one of their star players the money they're going to get on the market, let's say it's a million dollars for Joey Manu, and they love him so much, we'll give you the ability to go and earn as much as you humanly possible in a game where he's not going to do a lot of work. He's not going to have to do, uh, be asked to do a lot of defence. Um then comes back to the Roosters for the back half of the season before June 30, and they don't have to pay him but half, it's of, risky. half of what he'd be on the on It's the market. risky. Who says the West Tigers don't come in and go, we'll, we'll offer you whatever amount of dollars yeah, for the true. remainder of the season? Yeah. So he might just get a, I don't know, 14, 15, 16 round contract plus finals mm. uh, for more money. It's, it's a risk from the Roosters unless there's, dare I say, I won't even suggest that there's a deal done, but also there's it's a risk smart. that... Well, what if he got injured? Yeah, well, again, that's that's the type. It's like when you sign any player, any star player to any club, and they injure themselves in the first game of the of their contract, and they're never going to be the same player. It's just the risk that you take in professional sport. Now, you got to look at any way you can to fit the best players in your club into the salary cap, and I think this is this is this would be smart. This is smart. It's risky, like you said, because he does become an open player officially becomes an open player, legally becomes an open player, and it does give the opportunity for a club to come and say, well... The Dolphins might have... If your heart... Yeah. If you, the half of 2025 is going to be worth, you know, 500 to you from the Roosters, we'll, we'll pay you, 600. We'll give you six or 700. So... But he'd want, come, to, he'd want to go to a club who's going to play finals. Well, though. then comes down to the individual and the relationship he has with the coach, it's, the it, owner, yeah. the, the board, the players. We know Joey Manu is held in very high regard, and... Um, but to not have that player as well for about 11, 12 rounds, that's a risk in itself. Yeah. We saw what happened to the Cowboys when they had that slow start to the season. It was very hard to play catch-up and make the finals. You've got to be very very comfortable with your playing group. Yeah, absolutely. knowing they can get you through that period. Hey, I want to add to something else that I heard today. I, yeah. I was blown away by this. You know, we talked about um, Ricky Ponning becoming the coach of the Washington Major League Cricket team. Washington Freedom? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I heard Ricky Ponning uh, in an interview today. You know what he said? So the the team is owned by an Indian. So yep. Indian business person. As you're saying last It's time, all IPL. There's some IPL, same yeah, names. Absolutely. Yeah. But do you know who runs the Washington Freedom? Who manages the day-to-day running? Donald Trump. No. Who? New South Wales Cricket. What? What? Serious? New South Wales Cricket are looking after the day-to-day running of the the Washington Freedom. Wow. The day-to-day running out of yeah, it. They're managing it. Incredible, isn't it? Like, I was blown strange. away. Yeah, it is strange, mm. but but what, it's in our season. Obviously, oh, okay, I was going to say, obviously they'd have staff over there overseeing it, not not remotely. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. But very interesting, isn't it? 
That's a, that's a weird one. And what mm. a t- it, it, their competition will start straight off the back of the T20 World Cup, which yep. is in the US mm. and also Caribbean. Thought it was a very interesting thing oh, that we heard today. Right again. What's he want now? Manu won't get injured playing rugby in the backs. Well, you didn't, Rat. Well, Rat, Rat didn't make a tackle. <laughs> Craig Gow, when he went and played in France, said he'd make an average of three tackles a game. Yeah. I think he's on like six or 700,000 <laughs> Can I Actually, I just want to give Rat some feedback on his mm-hmm. book as well because I, I read it. When I was on holidays a, last time. In all seriousness. It it's is, a bloody great book. It's an amazing read. But you go on a bit too much about getting injured all the time, Rat. Yeah. Well, he's, he was skinny, frail. <laughs> that jersey. He doesn't was, eat meat. Wait, no. Mm. No, he doesn't. A very good book. If you haven't um, haven't read it yet, it's my father's son. son. Yeah. Very good book, Rat. Can we get it some sort of... Oh, Steve from Davo wants you to disappear, Rat. Mm. I don't know why. Uh, more text here. Here's a good one from Cam. Boys, do you think the Olympics will end up being an entire country or region, being a host of the Olympic, i.e. Australia, New Zealand or Asia, uh, and use existing infrastructure, maybe host cities for certain events. I don't know, Cam, but I t- what do you think about this? And I heard this somewhere as well. I, I'm I, love the I-, I love the idea of countries being the host as opposed to a, s- yeah. a city. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'm it's actually safe. a fan of Athens hosting the Olympics every four years. Mm. It's the birthplace of the Olympics. Why not? I mean, they can't afford it, but I'm sure we can get some money over there somehow. But I, I, I don't know. I mean, expensive for supporters and fans that are coming from overseas if they were to fly around different parts of Australia. Probably could be an expensive exercise, but it's a great way to also advertise your country from a tourism point of view. Are we going to get to the stage where countries are going to stop throwing a heap of cash at it? Like the bid itself or that? Because... I, I don't know. The, I know from an athlete's point of view, the Olympics is the is Pinnacle. the holy grail, yeah. right? But are we getting to the stage where because there is so much other sport on TV, there's world championships all the time? Well, and, I think always. I know for me. I just, and we see it all the time. Yeah, I think just for me, the Olympics has this ability just to stand above everything. I, we're talking about the Super Bowl on the weekend. One of the most watched – one of the most watched – um, well, it's not. We had this argument last year. Well, in the in the western, in the western world, it is. It's one of the most watched um, events, sporting events. But then you think of the, the Olympics and the FIFA World Cup. I mean, they're just. Isn't the UEFA Championship League final the most watched probably. sporting event in the world? I mean, they're just they're they're in a league of their own. Mm. Yeah, all right. Um, I'm not too sure, Cam. Not too sure. Hi, fellas. I was always a Steve Rogers in the backyard playing against the neighbours in the 70s from Neil at Quakers Hill. Yeah, we're getting a lot of uh, love for Steve Rogers tonight uh, with those jerseys. Any more texts? More there, love Sats? than his son. Oh, clearly. There's, we have one text here from Jimmy from Cairns. He says, I bought a Cronulla jersey with number two on the back of it and it was four sizes too big. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Hey, what about uh, what about this one, Steve? Uh, sorry, Mick, our um, Mick, our favourite publican in WA. Hey, boys, got some news. Looks like the WA Racing Gods are going to let us keep our horse's name, Sausage Slapper. Oh, how good is what a name! See, we got we got Fat Pizza. Sausage Slapper should be our unofficial horse of Sports Day. Let's follow the track of Sausage Slapper. Let's get on. Let's get on board. I got some. There's some ex-players that I played with in the showers that used to would go by that nickname, the Sausage Slapper. No, mate, come on, mate. No, but like, no guys are showering together after games. It's do we have to go there? No, are we not? Are we on air? Yeah. Oh, 
Why, why are you doing this? It's it's funny how a lot of things you can attribute back to sporting teams. No, it's just you blokes in the showers together. Yeah, it's quite. I'd vile. have to wait for all of you guys to, to to leave. It was quite vile before I had a shower. Yeah. Hey, listen, what's this thing about New Zealand maths? Kiwi maths. Oh, you got some audio there. Yeah. Do you want what? Am I meant to play it or what? We're going to do it, and that's ridiculous, won't we? Oh no, do it now. Do, do it now. Do so yeah, this is this is the uh, maths version, Kiwi version. Ben Boyce is about to get married to a complete stranger. It can be hard meeting people in a small country like New Zealand, so I'll give anything a go. It's time for Ben to meet his bride-to-be for the very first time. Wait, Michelle? Ben? Hold it! Sorry, you two know each other? Yeah, we dated for like two years. Seriously? Yeah, didn't end well. No, it didn't, did it, Ben? <laughs> no, New Zealand's a small country, huh? <laughs> look, aren't we supposed to be marrying strangers? Yeah, you are. Um, look, we'll just get someone else. Um, let's all pretend this didn't happen, everyone. Yep. Good to see ya. Sorry for sleeping with your sister. Oh, <laughs> oh, is this is this real or is it a No, it's... <laughs> oh, it's... Well, I don't know. <laughs> small country. Yeah, good points. Good yep. point, uh, mate. Did you see the Did you see the promo for Sunday night, where John just goes, Jack? Does he? Oh, really? The knob. Yeah, yeah. the ponytail knob. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's two with ponytail. What's well, not a ponytail? One's a Sorry. kickboxing. Sorry, champion. it's a man bun. You can't say. You can't talk like that. That's a millennial way of talking. Uh, you know that. Jersey names. Lube says I used to have my phone number on the back of my jersey because <laughs> it would save the women back at the pub disturbing my right. beer with the boys. <laughs> All right. You wish. It's a good idea, actually. Got to go to a break. Uh, that's ridiculous. Is it that's ridiculous or what? What that's are we doing? ridiculous, yeah. I uh, know. Three burning questions. Daddy Vass is going to grill us on a few things. We'll do that next. And more of your texts here on Sports Day. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. Watch this. Yo, yo. Is this, an, is this Usher again? This will put me to sleep. Hey, welcome back to Sports Day. Before we get into three burning questions. Usher's a little bit like Jason Derulo during the song at some stage. He goes, Jason Derulo. Uh, yeah, I don't like people who mention their own name yeah. in a song. It's a bit well, You wankerous. gave yourself your own nickname, Woogie. No, I didn't. Badge did. Hey, uh, good afternoon, gents. Michael from Logan. As a kid, I was an Alan Langer I had a, in the backyard. Unfortunately, I had to give that up at the age of 12 when I got taller than five foot two. Ooh, that's nasty. Now it's time for three burning questions. That can I ask you? Thanks I to our mates at Toolkit hey, Depot. Hey, hey. Thank you very much, Toolkit Depot, for your support. Trade um, members, get trade pricing, sign up today. I asked you the other day, can you give yourself a rating out of 10 for each of your audio intros? Yeah. For the segments? Yep. So three burning questions out of 10? Four? Four. Yeah. You're not really rating yourself highly, are you? Solid. No, it's a solid six. Yep. Four. I'll give it a five. I'm happy with a four. Oh, my, I'll, I'll give, give a, a solid six. So, mate, be confident in yourself. Bit of hey, music. You reckon Rat's on the sauce tonight? Absolutely. Three burning questions. He's at his kid's soccer game, mate. Leave he's him rat alone. On the sauce. Well, he's on the he's on the sauce then. If he's at a soccer game. 
Hey, oh, you right, mate? Just eating your dinner over there. <laughs> Pottage pies, beautiful. Okay. Hey, Daddy. Thanks, Daddy, we're just talking off air. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well done. We're talking off air, mate. Yeah. You will celebrate Valentine's Day next week, next Wednesday. Oh, it's my wife's birthday on Valentine's Day. Well, there you go. There's a reason to celebrate. No, but seriously, do you and the miso take it seriously? We don't look at the date and go, oh, it's Valentine's Day. You don't. Did you say Valentine's? Yeah. Valentine's. Yeah. 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 Um, but <laughs> now, nah, look, we always try and, um, you know, just go out for tea or something. So Right. It's yeah. Valentine's Holmes Day, guys. <laughs> do you cel- You don't celebrate it, do you? No. No, it's just a waste of money. Not a Every- romantic. No, I am. I my actually wife am. Is, my wife is a, a like a... Just a tragic romance, tragic, loves it. So if you if you like, just lo- <laughs> <laughs> she really enjoys it. I mean, yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. So I love it. No, it's it's Valentine's Day every day for Anita. Just ask her. Mm. I'm working on. Um, and that's what you asked, Daddy Vass. He said, "Do you val- do you celebrate Valentine's Day?" He goes, "Oh, yeah, yeah. It's good to acknowledge your other, you know, your other half, and but you should be doing it. Yeah, every day. Yeah, you don't need a day to celebrate. Yeah, but you still say, you know, Happy Val Day, darling. So will you give her a present? Happy, wait, or do you- Happy Val Day, darling. <laughs> wow, so you're you- going to be sleeping on the couch that night. So will no. you? Do you go to dinner? Or yeah, we go you- dinner. We're going out. So for no dinner. presents. You just go to dinner. No, we're going for dinner this weekend. And well, because we work Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what's what restaurant? Do you want to give someone a plug? Or? Nah, 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 no, no, no. Nah. Hey, go to um Italian. Go on to Italian, mate. If you're going to go to Italian, go to a place called Balboa's. Yeah, oh, he can't afford that. That's where I'm going. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. And Palmy, geez, someone's rich. Unbelievable. He has got that mo on OnlyFans, hasn't he? Mm. No. You should do, it, mate. You should have an OnlyFans for your moustache. <laughs> it's filthy. Mm. It is. It's wrong. All right. Move on. Questions. Move Let's on. go. Three burning questions. Uh, Jared touched on it earlier. Boys, who wins the Super Bowl first touchdown and score? I think we both agree the Chiefs win. Chiefs will win. They're, and it goes against my belief that you don't have to be experienced in finals to win a grand final mm. or a Super Bowl. Mm. But I oh know when you're as dominant as this team, they're a little bit like the Penrith Panthers, like you said earlier on. You know, they're just used to this time of year. I'm going to say Christian McCaffrey, who I think's been the MVP for, for the, the entire 49ers. season for the yeah. 49ers. First touchdown, and I'm going to say score. I don't think it'll be a blowout score. I think it'll be, you know, there'll be a touchdown in it, maybe 19, 13, something like that. I, th- I think there'll be a touchdown in it as well. I, I've, I reckon, I don't know, Travis Kelsey will score a touchdown. It's got to be first one, is it? Yeah, I, I'll have Travis Kelsey. I know Mahomes will look for him a bit. Um, I'm going for the Chiefs because most of the 49ers fans I know are knobs. So uh, that's I probably. I.e. Rat. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I just okay. hope they don't win for Rat. Like, I just so yeah. we can just give it oh, to well, him. Well, I've got to put up with him that night. Yeah, I'm away. Yeah, so yeah. is it inappropriate, and I'm being dead serious, that I wear my Jared Hayne 49ers jersey on Monday? Yeah. It, I, th- I think it might be. That's yeah. why I'm asking the question. Yeah. Okay. All right, number two. Now, the NRL's preseason challenge kicks off next Thursday. Doggies versus Storm. Doggy, doggy, doggies. Uh, any of those... Uh, kind of rules do you think can be uh, brought into the NRL in the future? So there's some there's some extra points for 10-plus offloads, 5-plus line breaks. Five. Oh, they have that preseason challenge, don't they? Yeah. 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 So Manly took I it like, out last year. I like the idea of the challenge. Doing a, doing it's a 100 grand prize money yeah. too, isn't it? 
Yeah, yep. you got to be playing for something. Are you saying would you introduce any of those into well, the NRL? Yeah, and there's also um, no golden point. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was something. Got to keep that in the regular season. I like it. What's that? Golden point. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, twenty-eight players. That's the spectrum. Nah. Interchange? No. No, too many. Unlimited oh, that, interchange that's was just for preseason. Unlimited interchange was an absolute debacle when it was in the in the comp. Mm. There was sort of you know around sort of. Imagine being the sideline bloke. You'd be going like that. But the Broncos had a forward pack which was. Uh, Webkey, Andrew G, Gordon Tallis, Brad Thorne, Tony Carroll, Campo was there. But the real big guys in that side, mm. Harvey Howard, and they would run on unlimited interchange, 2,000, and they just search and destroy for seven or eight minutes. They'd come off. Yeah. The new ones would go on, and then they'd just walk up and down the sideline, and they'd bring them back on again. And so for the first half of the season – you're going all right, but the biggest team was always going to win the comp. And the biggest team that year was the Broncos, and they won. They beat the Roosters. Yeah. Who, what Ford? Sorry, what Ford Pack would do that now? Biggest Ford Pack. Yeah. How many burning questions is this? Mm. We're just just having a discussion. Biggest Ford Pack. Mm. Panthers. Manly, Olakowatu, Paseka. How about the Roosters They're this year? Massive. Roosters are big this year. Mm. They're hey, all big. This the wingers are massive. Yeah, yeah, I know. Let's not talk about wingers. Come yeah. on. Next, we'll start talking about touch dodges. Hey, um, Rat would have been used as a G string <laughs> if he played today as a winger. The one thing I don't like bonus points on offer with a maximum of fifteen points for scoring more tries. I think in the NRL, and it's an old cliche, but it's true. You get you're only going to punish the good defensive teams. Yeah, you're right. If yeah, they win tight games more than they blow teams away. And Panthers don't don't win a lot of games by big margins, but they stop you from scoring. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's a good point you make. Yeah, so if you win, if you get two games for two points for a win, but if you score, yeah, if you score five tries, like the Super Rugby model, yeah, you get like <sighs> half a point. Tell you mm. what, the Titans would benefit from this. What's that? Can score some points. Can score a point. And can leak a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> Hence why they don't play finals. I like a try scored from inside your half is a five-point try. I like that. What about a front rower scoring a try yep. from your side? Do they get 10 points for that? Yep. I reckon that's... And if a winger scores, three points. Sinbin. If you score from a kick, mm-hmm. two points. Right. Okay. <sighs> All right. What's the last question? Now... If you're getting in a bit of a scuffle. Big J-Dog, yeah. Panthers can do a four-peat. Um, no way. Is it a four-peat? Yeah, it is. Is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Not happening. Hey, um, now, if you're in a bit of a street scuffle mm-hmm. and there's one NRL mascot you could choose to come and give you a hand, who would it be? Is this a serious question? Are you serious? Yeah. Mascot. Yeah. Do you know how much have we pay Scott Sattler <sighs> an hour and you're getting him to answer that question? No, I'd love to know. What is it? Oh, it's the quite mascot. a lot. <laughs> Quite a lot. What teams are in the comp? Well, I'll tell you who it's not. It's not Reggie the Rabbit. No. no he's, he's about 85. Terrible reach. No reach. No reach. Yeah. <laughs> you get inside his reach really easy. Um, the rooster, I mean, you have to put down his latte or her latte. No, it's a boy, isn't it, a rooster? Well, I don't know. You have to put down the – well, it is. A rooster is a male. Don't – listen. I told you that there are no Campbell punched the rooster in the head. <laughs> no, hey? yeah. the, rooster hel- the rooster head come off. I started rolling down the – down the tunnel of the Sydney Footy Stadium. Oh God! No, not the rooster. Yep. Oh, I, okay, I got the uh, the cowboy. They got a gun. I'm going to oh, say the, I'm going to say the buck the bronco. Difficult. What well, about, you got a horse and yeah, someone yeah, on yeah, the back. Yeah. Well, what about the cowboy mascot and buck the bronco teaming up? Yeah. 
I, I mean, they Titan, could knock over a lot of 7-Elevens. Titan have got the, no, uh, the sword. Okay. Got the Reggie the Rabbit's losing that fight every. If you put yeah. them all in a, yeah. if you put them all in an octagon, yeah. Reggie Rabbit, they wouldn't even worry he's about getting knocked out in the first third. They seconds. wouldn't even worry about Reggie Rabbit, yeah. Rabbit to start with. Yeah. Dolphins, oh they're smart, mate. <laughs> all right, I'm getting out of this conversation. <laughs> dolphins, mate, are the most. Don't trust them. Yeah, the, I don't trust dolphins. Mm. Right, Have you they're blaming that? sharks for a lot of attacks. Have you seen that? <laughs> have you seen that dolphin instructor that gets? The, the dolphin jumps up. It's like a sea world. Starts humping the, yeah, the instructor. Oh, and the <laughs> don't kid, trust oh, them. Yeah, that's don't so cute. Them. If yeah. I do that, I get arrested. Exactly. That's not fair. Yeah. Thank you. That's your three burning questions. Become a Toolkit Depot trade member and get trade pricing every day, uh, every time you shop. <laughs> up next, Michael. It's not called a. It's called a four peat, not a foursome. What? Okay. If you win four premierships, we said four peat, didn't we? No, he's saying it's a foursome. Right. He's being facetious. Oh. He's being dirty. Right. <laughs> being dirty. Mm. Rightio, break time. Thanks, Daddy. This is Sports State. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, Steve says, uh, can use. That's talking in in Cohen, in Daddy Vass's uh, language. Yeah. Can use get Vasso playing C plus C music factory? Remember that the other day? I've seen C music factory. Oh, he, you weren't here. What's happened? He played C and C music factory. Right. And he goes, I said, who, who sang that? He hears C plus C music factory. Is that what he said? Oh, God. Uh, Rightio, time for That's Ridiculous. Let's get into it, Sats. That's Ridiculous. Mike Tyson, who had a... I've got a shirt on today. You see what i got? See what shirt i got on? Steve from Dubbo, I love this. What's it say? Roy Jones Jr. Roy Jones Jr. from Pensacola, Florida. He had a an exhibition fight against Mike Tyson a few years ago, 2020 or whatever it was. I remember that. Yeah, and um, actually it wasn't bad to watch, seeing Iron Mike back in there and Roy Jones, one of the, the pound-for-pound greats, been saying that. Uh, that's really Mike Tyson looks like he's going to fight Kiwi slash Aussie Mark Hunt in December. Come on, that's ridiculous. Is this the one that's going to happen in Saudi Arabia? Yeah. It's about like an eight-round fight or something? Well, it's something? where all the money is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The shake over there has just said, we don't want Mate. YouTubers. We want, we're going to take over boxing. Mate. And they are. Vegas is dead now for boxing. It, this, it this will is where be soon, at. yeah. This is some, where of the belts, at. some of the belts will just will be fought in Vegas. but And there's a little bit of also... Vegas has still got that. It's a little bit like Madison Square Garden. It's yeah. it's still got that, um, you know, that emotional factor to to fight fans that mm. they want to fight and win a win a title there. But yeah, but it won't be long. Breaking news, yeah, uh, being reported by Fox Sports and Sydney Morning Herald. Uh, Roosters have agreed to terms with Luke Keary, re-signing their five eight for a further season, but are resigned to losing Joey Manu, as we talked about before. He'll come he, back. He's accepting offers of one point two million from French Rugby. Yeah, he'll come back. He'll earn his money then. He'll come back and yeah. be paid half a half a season. That's, Good on him. He deserves to earn as much money as much as, he as can I get. hate losing players to other codes. As long as they come back, I haven't got a problem with it. He's going to earn good money, and you only got a short window. Thank you, Daniel from Perrywood, for sending that through. Before we get into the G-string story, mm. betting agencies. How about this? Betting agencies are running a line double on Travis Kelsey scoring a TD 
a touchdown in Super Bowl and Tay Tay being shown celebrating the touchdown. The odds, five to one. Come mm. on, that's ridiculous. Well, on the back of that Super Bowl, so Rooster Mother said, I've decided to turn over a new and positive outlook on things. So on that net, no, just imagine if Mount Fuji erupts pre-Super Bowl, the ash and smoke puts a halt to all plane arrivals and departures for a week. Poor Tay-Tay would miss the game. Well, well, no, no. Can we not do that, Rooster Muds? Because they're my daughters. Won't get to see Tay-Tay in Melbourne next week. Mm. And that, I can't I can't deal with that. Hey, can you just about to hit the um, oh. your band for a week? Ready? Damo from Nara says, DJ Ted Vasso. Solid tracks, bro. You are yeah. terrible. Terrible. Banned. Uh, what, what's so, the, I love this Gold Coast story. So there's been a call to ban G-strings on the Gold Coast. Listen to this. Come on, that's ridiculous. Founder of a Gold Coast swimwear company has organised a free the Peach Rally at Broad Beach on Friday. <laughs> Rebecca Pask says she wants to support both men and women to wear what they want and follows a call from Gold Coast charity boss Ian Grace to ban women wearing G-strings when not on the beach. We're so lucky with where we live on the Gold Coast. It's full of vibrancy, it's full of colour, it's full of inclusivity. And the statements that Ian Grace made, they don't reflect that. Can we stop using the term inclusivity <laughs> when it comes to G-strings? Like, seriously. What about free the peach? So the peach is obviously the, the, yeah, the butt. buttocks. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like who's Michael, gonna... don't let your mind go anywhere And else. you can tell there's council elections on at the moment. Mm. Because Tom Tate, who'll never lose a council election on the Gold Coast. And would never ban G-string. He came out and said, I'm not banning that. Yeah. It's like banning the meter maids. That, well, they, they, they don't exist, don't they? They have banned them, have <laughs> they? <laughs> that's outrageous. That's, oh, that's ridiculous. Come on, that's, that's ridiculous. Can you, do, can you do your what? Oh, I don't want to see G-strings. <laughs> it's offensive. Thank you. No, it's seriously... Seriously, and who's going to go if if they want to ban them? Who's going to go and inspect? I oh, know. Are you going to give that to the parking officers? Yeah. Wouldn't they love that job? So Tiger Ray says I had a Phillips Balmain jersey with eight on it for Wayne Pierce, but in '89, of course, they changed the forwards numbers, so I became Blocker Roach. Mm. I used to collect jerseys as a kid. Two of my favourites were the Diamonds Broncos jerseys with three on it for the Pearl. I didn't like the the diamond jersey. It had Travel Land on the front of it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and 1994 Citibank Bears jersey with the six for the flow. Yeah, right. Isn't that interesting, Benny Ike. When you mentioned North Sydney Bears, what's the first player that comes to mind? I think a large percentage of people would say Greg Florimo won because he's just he's been in the fight for so many years to get them back in the comp. But just epitomise the Bears. I think Dave Fairley. Yeah, I do when I think Bears. Yep. Um. Yeah, what a great team they were. Oh, yeah, one of the one of the great teams in the last four, sort of forty years not to win a comp, and they yeah. went close in '94. Yeah, they beat the Broncos. Jason Taylor kicked a field goal in the in the That's finals. A, another great. Play. They went up against the Raiders, and uh, Matty Sears came up with one of the great tackles, one of the great tackles in in grand final history. Uh, sorry, in finals history on Brett Mullins. Yeah, wow. Yeah, but they end up getting beaten, and the Raiders went through and won the comp that year against the Bulldogs. There you have it. That's how. That's ridiculous. We're going to wrap this up. Uh, when we come back, we're going to get through as many text messages as we can. This is Sports Day. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV, captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. 
we're back. Epic has arrived. The Kia EV9, a groundbreaking all-electric large SUV. Captivating appearance with state-of-the-art design. This is Sports Day. Daniel from Brew, he, he loved Daddy Bass's R&B. This was a good song, I've got to say. Welcome back. Coming at you, WNBC, boys to men. Big J Dog, creep. Cheers. Michael, creep. Is this all in relation to the G-strings? Yeah. 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 D- don't you think G-string bikinis go hand in hand with Gold Coast, though? Like, yeah, if there's absolutely. a place you can get away with yeah. it, it's Bondi. the Goldie. Bondi. Uh, when you were talking about mascots, I couldn't help but think of Captain Charger, Ray says. Honestly, oh, yes. Barney the Bear was the best. He got sent off for abusing a touch judge. <laughs> but also the Steeler. The Steeler got sent off for, I think, right, getting involved in a fight. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Who told us that? Who that was, was that? Uh, Paul McGregor. That's right. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? St. Boyd says, as kids, 10 of us used to play in the park. We're all, we were all someone. I had the number one on my Saints jumper. It was off a real player jersey, which was number 11, given to me by our mate's father. I got the Saints. I wore it to death. It was huge. The red V just ended up shredded. Yeah, that's from St. Boyd, 2HD. Um, 49, it's fact. After they signed Purdy as their third-string quarterback, the coach Shanahan Went to the CEO after camp and told him the best quarterback at the club was Purdy then. If he can keep his stuff together, nine is when he's on $870,000 a year. Uh, oh, Brisbane Eel, give me some credit. That chat we had with uh, Jared Waitley earlier. That was It was a great chat with Jared. He's, Simon wanted you to do the entire interview in your woke voice. but It's didn't. not my woke voice. No, no, no. It's my millennial voice. Mm. Just want you to know that. Yep. Uh, I was just watching Rugby League 90, simply the best on Fox League. Yeah, we got it up here as well. And forgotten John Simon played for the Sydney City Roosters. Simon says, yeah, he was a great player. Also on that Roosters team was Andrew Walker, freak. Yeah, yeah. Darren Junee, freak. Freddie playing lock. Young Richie Allen yeah. playing fullback. Yeah, yeah, it was a great side. Hey, Michael, guys, Valentine's Day was invented by Hallmark as an excuse to sell more cards in the space in between... Christmas and Easter. Aren't they smart? Don't fall for it, Daddy Vass, please. And Muzz says, yes, my favourite number 11 jersey was in honour of the great Arthur Henry Beetson. Great stuff. Thanks for all your texts. Outstanding throughout the week. Oh, we've loved it. Um, Well done. Great chats, Daddy. Good job as well. Uh, We don't come back tomorrow, so I I get it wrong. I say, have a great weekend, but I keep forgetting it's Thursday. You keep rubbing into people that you get a long weekend. Well, I don't. I keep working. You get a long weekend. Hey, listen, uh, we've got to go. Um, Back Monday night. Have a good holiday, Sats. Thank you very much. The Rat and I will be back Monday night. Thank you again for all your texts. Have a good night, everyone. See you, everyone. Bye-bye. Good night!